reproduction of this content is not allowed without the express written consent of EBH Fitness LLC. your radio do not adjust your device we're going hard in 2023 the two of us so set back get your popcorn ready and let's go Vic before you go on your first take I just have this I want to share with our our audience it's January the 30th of this new year and many of us have resolutions and most, most of us have busted them already. Well, I'm here to encourage you, tell you to get back on your resolutions. I don't know what it is. Matter of fact, you don't even have to share it with me. But maybe it was weight loss. Maybe it was weightlifting, making you a better person. I don't know what it is, but do not give up on yourself. Do not give up on yourself. So that's your, your PSA for today. Get back on to making yourself and getting back to your commitment to yourself. That's what I want you to do. Vic, it's on you. Speaking of commitments to yourself, can we have the refs make a commitment to the NBA? Why did you do that to my Lakers? Why did you do that to my Lakers? My boys came balling in the doggone Boston Gardens. I, you, yeah, I'm talking to you, Steve. You know y'all. You, we knew exactly who you were. We knew it. That's two times, man, they done got us. And we only get to play twice. And they, the whole league knew that was a foul. We got to do something better about that. If the NBA can make a commitment for 2023, how about have realistic replay when the whole doggone universe knows it's a foul? You got the league. Yes, I'm calling LeBron the league, not the king, the league. This man almost 20 years in the league who is still balling out 30-plus points a game, he gets that call. He's supposed to get that call, even if it wasn't a call. So I'm upset about that, NBA. So make that commitment to me. Make that commitment to Laker fans. Make that commitment to the league, the league as a whole, I mean, that you have got to find a way to fix that on site. Because we do not need to see the refs the next day say, Mia Copa. That's bad business, man. That's bad business. And so that's my opening rant slash welcome to 2023. Let's do this. What you say, huh? Well, here, since you're talking about refs, man, we're going to touch on that game, in the Laker game, because it ended on a controversial call. Well, the regulation ended on a controversial call or a non-call. But referees, even in this, the NFL. So since you're talking about the NBA, I got a different spin on that. It should never come down to the last play. 
It should never come down to the last place. I'm going to say it again. It should never come down to the last place. So, yes, the referees blew that call in the Lakers and, and Boston game, and we know the rivalry of many years between those two. So that's why my partner over there is so passionate about that call. It's because it's Boston and it's L.A. So, yes, Lakers had the game up double digits, minutes left. Let Boston walk them down. Then it has to come down to the final play. What are we taught? Basics. You put it on the referees. You take it to the hole, which we're all subscribed to. We all subscribe to. You take it to the hole, and you either get the and one, or you get the foul, go to the line, and you could potentially win the game. Well, that was all null and void. LeBron did what he was supposed to do. The referees missed the call. But I will not say we didn't lose it because of that call. We lost it because we do not know how to finish and close a game. That's a Laker problem, and it's been going on all seasons. And I can talk about overtimes and overtime success or lack of success that we've had all year. But we'll go to the NBA later. Refs and calls. Well, we got Bengal Nation upset at referees right about now. Talking about the end of their game, the Chiefs and Bengals game. Man, I don't want to bring the cart before the horse. Let's just talk about the game before we go to the end of the game. What a game. What a game. Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, elite quarterbacks, one on a busted wheel. Superior coaching. Matter of fact, the Chiefs defense even showed up, made Burrow's day hard, long, and arduous. I didn't expect that from the Chiefs. But what a game to come down to a field goal to win the game. Bruh, let's dissect that game. I want to get your feedback. I want to know what you saw in that game before we go on to the Eagles and 49ers, sir. I concur. What a great way to end the AFC championship uh, or the AFC journey. Uh, like you said, let's talk about the NFC. But when you start talking about everyone had preseason – Oh, the Kansas City Chiefs, Buffalo Bills. As Herm Edwards say, that's why they play the game. That's why they play it. So when when I look at it, what a, I just stated, what a game. I mean, what these are the young Titans, these young up-and-coming quarterbacks. And the Chiefs had something to prove. Because while Mahomey may be the one winning these rings, he hasn't beat the Bengals. For those three games, he was 0-3 against the Bengals. And he was at home. He's at home two years in a row. So last year, the Bengals beat the Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl. So they had that rematch. Hey, and you had an injured Mahomes. So you're talking about, you know, the stacked deck. Okay, does Kansas City overcome this adversity? I am a diehard Andy Reid fan. So, of course, I really want him to represent. But knowing I have a close tie to LSU – watching Joe Cool, who is just that dude. I mean, he's that dude you'd want to play for. All right, so how can you root against him? You know, there's some quarterbacks you're like, I don't like this dude. I want him to get broken in half. I I really feel it, Joe, and he's in my he's in my division. But to see his composure, and he came with it. And since when have you really paid attention to linemen injuries? Earlier that day, they had already identified that three linemen were going to be injured they were not going to be able to play for the Bengals. So what does that mean? He already had a weak offensive line. 
So to see the Chiefs defensively, as they're not known for the defense, wreck havoc. I mean, it almost felt like an AFC North type game. You're talking about 20 to 20. So that means Mahomes couldn't air it out all day. Uh, Burrow still was contained a little bit. So defensively, you got it all. You got the excitement of nice catches. I mean, Higgins had that leapy catch. You're like, dude, this is a he's a rookie. And he jumped up there at the I mean, Burrow threw it so perfectly at the height. And this dude jumps up and gets it. The DB's like, yo, I can't, I can't reach that. I, I'm so to see that he just like man game, you know, punk, you know, this guy that did his thing. So excitement. You had the defense. Offense, special teams, special teams came through at the end to put the Chiefs in field goal position. So all aspects of the game, all aspects of the game was exciting. It was entertaining. And what a way to end off, again, the AFC conference run uh, to Super Bowl. My takeaway is Andy Reid clearly is that guy, okay? His scheme was to get the ball out of Mahomes' hand quickly so he didn't have to take a hit to possibly re-injure or make that ankle worse. And so he was effective, but he wasn't Patrick Mahomes. And so I, I love the scheme. Get the ball out, get the ball out. Uh, and, and so he really looked good, but he just wasn't Superman until he had to be Superman. We're talking about in the fourth quarter when there is, what, 16 seconds left, and they made him scramble on a bum wheel, and he got them yards. He sacrificed his leg for the team. Love that, you know, so you get inspired by seeing that. And then, and then the Cincinnati guy, man, I feel so sorry for him to be caught up in the moment. You know, you're going after the quarterback, you know the situation, it's the game, and you're just wanting to to, just make a play, to make a difference. And Patrick Mahomes is a step two, maybe out of bounds, and then you push and launch and push him to the sideline even further against the bench. And so that did cost them those, those yards, but I'm going to say it cost them the game. Just a, just a, 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 a several missteps. One, you talked about it, where special teams actually got the ball within striking distance, with, and, and, and the, uh, the Chiefs didn't have any timeouts left. So you get them with the striking. How about Cincinnati, you don't kick to the guy? You know, you don't kick to him. Don't kick it in the middle of the field where you can make that play. So that's a snafu on Cincinnati to even make that play even possible where they can get in field goal. Man, did you watch the game last year against the Chiefs, against the Bills? Y'all know what the Chiefs can do with less than a minute left, with 19 seconds left. Come on, you do not allow him to do these things. And you know, and you got Snake, but it's as though the – the mouse didn't watch the TV or the cartoons where there's a cheese and there's a, and there's a, there's a trap. Don't take the cheese. You're going to die, okay? It, don't take the cheese. Watch the movie. It's it's every scary movie when the movie says, dun, 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 dun. okay, something bad is about to happen. Do not kick the ball. Do not let the cheese. Do not let Patrick Holmes and Andy Reid have a chance. So special teams, kick the ball. Coffin corner, somewhere else, do kick it out of bounds. Don't let them get a chance to do it. And then that set up the, the, the heroics of Patrick Mahomes and, and Butker to win the game in regulation. Fantastic game, well played by both teams. I, I, I just felt that the Chiefs were supposed to win. They, 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 they did win, 
even with Patrick Mahomes being injured. Last week on this show, I predicted that the Bengals were going to win because I thought they had the superior defense. And so I'll, I'll own up to it. I was wrong. And the Chiefs stepped up this time. So, um, wow, what a game and good finish. And a, a superior representative for the AFC going up against the Eagles next year, next week. Uh, excuse me, in two weeks for the Super Bowl. So I'm excited, looking forward to that. The best two teams going up against one another in the Super Bowl. Yes, yes, and yes. So you got to ask, what did you think about the Eagles NFC game? Did it live up to the hype? Well, no. And when you go to your fourth quarterback, your spirits are almost busted right then and there. They were already on a carpet ride. You know, they were Cinderella with, with Purdy and, uh, undefeated for those, what, seven, eight, ten games? I don't know how many games it was, but they were just rolling with Purdy. And his fourth pass that he wants to make, he gets hit on the arm, where just about every quarterback every week gets hit in the arm, but there was enough force and enough torque to tear his UCL in the elbow. So, wow, man, that's that's amazing. So the, when that happens... You go, in, you go into emergency mode. You go into uh, rush mode, and, and you, you're, you're taking off schedule. And when the fourth-string quarterback comes in, uh, Kyle Shanahan is a pretty good coach. He's an offensive genius, and you would think he would be able to coach the guy up. Scenarios, 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 contingency plans, but they just – their spirit was, was still. So when Christian McCaffrey makes that nice run, I mean – Yards after hit, and so wow, seven to seven. Okay, their spirits you would think the paddles are off the chest and they got that jolt that they needed, but it just wasn't enough. What we got to do, it's not that the 49ers lost, it's not that their spirit was taken. Man, the Eagles were just a better team on this day, and they acted like it, even though Jalen Hurts is hurt. His shoulder is just not the same. He can't throw the ball effectively. They just have the better team. And so uh, when you don't have the, the, the head of the snake, if you will, Brock Purdy, if you don't have him, you certainly didn't have Garoppolo. Trey Lance is a, a well out of the picture. You're shot. It's done. And so being one-dimensional, and we talked about it in the green room, and, and staunch 49er fans will say, when you become one-dimensional at this level, no bueno. It's just not going to happen. So, no, it didn't live up. To, it did not live up to the hype. And I'm a 49er fan. I expected them to go to the Super Bowl, but the better team won that day, yesterday. Yeah. Um, they say injuries are part of the game. I just wish it was not part of that game because that was supposed yeah. to be a very good 
matchup of coaches. I mean, you talk about Sirianni versus Kyle Shanahan, this up-and-coming Purdy who had not lost a game. They didn't lose this game because he was a bad quarterback. They lost the game because he just couldn't finish the game because he got injured. And I'd love for you to share a little more on the UCL, what that really means. So, again, injuries are part of the game. I wish it wasn't part of that game. It's defensive job to put the quarterback out. So they did their part. Um, but it just deflated the sales of, obviously, the Niners, but also football fans. Because that I actually picked the Niners going to the Super Bowl. Um, but I really wanted to watch the best assembled team versus the best assembled team. And to watch what Purdy would have done with McCaffrey, you know, Iuke, Kittle, Debo. He's getting the, the ball to those guys. And then watching what Hurts is doing, his two receivers on the side on the outs and Miles Sanders. I mean, it was going to be a very good game, uh, equivalent to I imagine as well as the NFC game. So uh, I'm sorry, the AFC game. So I really felt a little robbed. Um, so the score is lopsided. The score represents what happened in the first quarter. So Kyle Shanahan, a, again, a genius, has to devise the best play, the best plays, the best game he can, considering the limitations. So he has a fourth-string quarterback. Hey, maybe I found another diamond in the rough. Um, and he does his best. He does his best. And to your point, I thought once McCaffrey uh, broke through, they were going to try to leverage the run game. But obviously, if you know there's blood in the water, sharks are coming to eat. So let's just make the Niners one-dimensional, and we'll go get them where, where, they're, where they're hurt. So um, it, it hurt to watch them end their season like that. Uh, they were hitting their stride. I'm really interested in the offseason, what the Niners will do. But that was very anticlimactic to watch the Niners go out that way because I think they had something for the Eagles. Yeah. So you mentioned the UCL. Break that down. Uh, the ulnar collateral ligament inside of the elbow. Um, baseball pitchers are often you, – you're used to hearing about Tommy John. Well, it's the UCL, the ulnar collateral ligament, that is torn that they have to repair. So with Brock Purdy, like other pitchers, it's repetitive movement and with force, and it's that throwing motion. And with that torque and twist, and then for him in particular, while he was doing the torque and twist, he got hit. And there was enough resistance and force to just go to the weakest point being the ulnar collateral ligament, and it tears. So there's reports that he will not need Tommy John surgery that's good. They're talking about six months of rehab for him. I hope that that's the case. Six months, he can be back by training camp. And then the quarterback controversy for the 49ers is on. If it's a year away, he's, he's pretty much done for the season next year. Then the 49ers will have to really scramble, determine what they're going to do. Is it Trey Lance? Is it Garoppolo? Or are they going to go out and get one of the other quarterbacks that are out there? David Carr's out there. We know Tom Brady. There's even uh, Aaron Rodgers' potential out there because uh, Green Bay is looking to move him, possibly trade him, but then we'll see how that unfolds later. Uh, but, yeah, it's unfortunate. He was on this magical ride, Brock Purdy, and then to get jammed up, to get jammed up like that. And I admire his moxie. I admire his grit and his bravery, courage even, just to come out, 
and, and try. So one of his first couple plays, he did, did pass the ball, but it wasn't effective. And then, you know, everything else was our handoff, handoff, handoff. So go Eagles. We got the Kelsey Bowl going on. And so I'm a, that's, that's pretty fun to, to know the first time in history that we got a couple of brothers going against one another. Let's not forget Andy Reid was fired by the Eagles. Fired by the Eagles. And he's going against them in the Super Bowl. Uh, next week, let's come with our predictions because there's a lot to be said. We still know uh, Patrick Mahomes, he'll be two weeks better or more healed, but he will not be 100. And others will get a chance to heal. So the, the teams will be closer to uh, full personnel. And I will certainly want to hear your pick next week for the Super Bowl uh, going forward. Well, I love how you said it's the Kelsey Bowl. They have two brothers going at it. I thought you were going to go with, yeah, it's two brothers going at it because the first time in Super Bowl history, two black quarterbacks are starting and facing each other. So we had quite a few different uh, storylines as we get ready for this historic. Just imagine that. 37 years ago, Doug Williams becomes the first black quarterback to play in the Super Bowl. And now here we are, two black quarterbacks facing each other for the first time. So a lot of narratives that will be shaped between now and, and the Super Bowl weekend. I look forward to it. I think it's still going to be a good game. Uh, again, whether it's the Eagles or the Niners that made it or the Bengals and Kansas City, you cannot get it any better the way this league and the way the season panned out. There are some early parts of the, of the uh, postseason that was not attractive at all, but how they ended the postseason, I'm so excited. So definitely – to see if Andy Reid can slay that demon and tell uh, Philly, tell me how my ass tastes. I mean, that'd be great. And then what does Philly do uh, to really lock in Sirianni and his legacy uh, as a uh, uh, Philadelphia uh, head coach? And it's kind of interesting. Philadelphia Eagles head coaches don't last too long after they win a Super Bowl or get there. So you're looking at Doug Peterson, Mm -hmm. wins the Super Bowl. A couple years later, he's fired. Uh, Andy Reid, Got them to a Super Bowl. A couple years later, he's fired. So, hey, I don't know if it's good or bad that Nick made it to the Super Bowl because based upon recent history, uh, it may not be well for his career. So that would be interesting to see how this ends up. <laughs> well said. Well said. I didn't know the fun fact about the two black quarterbacks, and I wish it weren't a story. You know, how about the two best quarterbacks? But it's it's monumental for us, and as a race, and as a – Society just need to be aware. We we were always this good when we were denied the opportunity. We were always capable to be the CEO of your corporation, being the quarterback of your franchise. We were always able to. We didn't have to be converted to receivers or cornerbacks or DBs. No, we could always sling the rock. Now you're going to get a chance to see it at the highest stage and should have been knowing this for several years now. Thank you. Thank goodness. And I'm glad. Thank you, Vic, for bringing up about Doug Williams. And, I, you know, we get so far ahead of ourselves. We don't go back enough to realize where we come. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Achievements over time. And we will continue to achieve and strive, whether it's on the tennis court, on the, on the, on the, on the, on the greens, uh, baseball, basketball, and hockey will be next. So it's just a matter of time.
we were talking earlier about the NBA. So a couple of things about the NBA. Uh, the Lakers are playing tonight without LeBron or AD, and they're playing against the Nets, and that's a, uh, a road game. And so it's a back-to-back. I'm not too surprised, but they can't afford this load management. They need to play just about every game because of the hole that they dug themselves in. And I know you may have a, a, a Lakers take, but my overall big picture for the NBA, the reigning champions are hitting their stride again. Um, they're, they're, Wiggins has been in and out. Uh, Curry was hurt earlier because of his shoulder, but they're, they're, they're now the new, let's call them the new guys. Shaq will call them the others. They're now playing more synergetic, synergistic, if you will, or in harmony. So I, I like what they're doing now. It's almost midseason where they're about to get on, get on a run. Watch out, NBA, because they have the championship DNA and they're the reigning champs. And so watch out for the Golden State Warriors. Who's sliding? Who's falling back? Well, we can't mention the Lakers because they've always been back. But the New Orleans Pelicans, and they, if they've been work, waiting on Zion Williams, Williamson to be able to lead them, well, he can't lead the club from the tub. And that's where he's been. So, yeah, Zion, he's not going to help the tub, the club from the tub. Uh, Brandon has lost and missed many games. So they're backsliding. And CJ, uh, he just can't do it by himself. But I love their energy, and I believe in the end, you will hear more from the New Orleans Pelicans. So that's my NBA take, and I certainly wanted to hear what you had to, had to say about the NBA or your favorite team or where you're at right now with the NBA. I know you haven't, and my, our fans need to know. You've been in, and you've been out. You've been dipping in, you've been dipping out. You've been in, where are you at? <laughs> I know you got that. I said I wasn't going to do it. I said I wasn't going to do it. But I peaked. And I kept on peaking. (laughs) Why do I keep looking at this train wreck? And I'm not going to do it. Uh, Okay. (laughs) And they sucked me back in. Because, man, I want to believe, bruh. You got to tell me something. I mean, you just shared that Golden State's hitting their stride. You, I, I gotta believe, and can the Lakers get this? I, I mean, when I look at the standings, I'm like, man, they're only three games away from being 500 and three games away from being in fifth place, and just put together a winning streak. And I hate the fact that the Celtics took them out the way they did. And there's games that we left on the table, but now with this new construction. Anthony Street Close Davis is back. We don't know how long. Uh, we almost got to say, you know, many times people get injured. They say, all right, he's on the shelf for six weeks. We got to give a report for Anthony Davis. He's in the game for six weeks. We don't know. It's estimated timeline. How long will we have him? But while we have him in the game, we got to capitalize. And then with that trade for Washington, and, you know, I'm thinking we got something, man. But I, I don't know if it's fool's gold. And so, yes, I've been watching, just hoping that this get a win. And full disclosure, I'll be in Madison Square Garden tomorrow watching LeBron. Hopefully he's playing tomorrow. It was on the assumption that maybe that would have been the game that he broke the record. But nonetheless, I will be. It's not a humble brag. It's just I'm doing research for uh, taking to the house. Uh, so 
I, I, I want to believe. So tell me to either quiet my excitement or ramp it up. Do we have a chance to make it to the playoffs? Have you seen something from a gelling perspective that can give us some hope that's worth holding on to that we could do something come April, May, June? Okay, uh, good question. And so I want to tell you that they have enough to make the playoffs. They have the ability to make the playoffs. But what is consistent is their inconsistency. And they don't know how to finish a game. And I put, the, the, I put all the onus on him right now. It's either the wrong personnel in at the wrong time, because Westbrook, as superior, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. He's just not a good finisher because he doesn't make good decisions at the end of games. That's where LeBron is. The ball needs to be in his hands. He's either going to make the play or make the play, which is a good pass, to the open person or play. So Westbrook is not a finisher. And then he's, uh, Ham has to do better with matchups, really, towards the end of the game. But my biggest problem with Ham, let's go back to Dallas. Regulation. We're up by three points. Luca comes down. What does Luca do? He's only the star of, the, of, of their team. He's the only one that you really have to fear. How about we take him out of the game? I mean, double Luca. How about that? Let somebody else beat you. That's number one. One B. How about we foul somebody so they only have a chance to get two? That happens in regulation, and it also happens in overtime of the same game. So I, I, I am putting Ham on notice. In the game, adjustment, situational awareness, you're just not acutely aware of what to do, what, how to do it, and when to do it. That's our problem. So Vic, yes, proceed with caution because we have a rookie coach. We have veterans that should know how to do it, but that's where the coach is getting paid. The end of game, timeouts, subbing, rotations. That's where the coach comes in. And so we got a rookie coach who is learning on the job. And that's where frustration lies for me, your co-host, your boy. So, yes, we can have expectations because they have shown us, like Memphis, that we can beat Memphis. And that was without AD. We can beat the, 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 the superior teams, we can beat them, we can play with them at least. And almost everything has to work correctly. That shouldn't be because of all this talent. Three potential Hall of Famers going forward. Athleticism, we got younger, but they just don't know how to win or finish games. And so that's the problem. And I want you to take that, do with it as you will. That's my take on, on the Lakers. They just don't know how to finish right now. So it's going to be frustrating if you peek and open your eyes and take a look at them. They're going to be like that until they learn how to finish the game. It's going to be frustrating. Well, to your point, I'm hoping the veterans close that learning gap and rescue their coach from that. Um, I think right. as constructed, we should be able to make it to the playoffs, but they have to save him from himself as he has the learning curve. It's just very frustrating when I know uh, LeBron is doing his thing. You cannot say this guy is mailed the season in. 
And that's what I hate is that you have to now do a load management because the guy put up 40 plus points. And yes, I agree with you. It should not have came down to a last play, but the guy still was in the last play. Um, so he's putting up 40 plus. Uh, he's not saying I'm just going to do my twilight song. He is showing me he is still competing. And I want to know if I'm in that locker room, are y'all with me or against me? Because I'm bringing it every night. And to see him at this age on that bench that night with a towel on his head, I can only imagine what he's saying to himself other than cursing out the refs. But, like, you got to be kidding me. So I I do not want us to waste his time, talents, and treasures. Uh, Many of us question his authenticity, his purpose for being in L.A. Hey, whatever it is, the dude's balling. He's balling, and people are not matching that intensity. And uh, barring a significant injury, he is our only hope for this team. And so he's not 21-year-old version Braun, but he is the badass 20-year vet Braun, and the guys are not not helping him out. They're not helping him help the coach. So it'll be interesting as, as we see. And as you say, I'm taking that to the house. And as we have already ran through 30 minutes, I hope y'all felt all heat of that fire that's been coming off our tongues today. Get ready for this year, a new life, new beginning, and we're bringing it to you. So as my co-host stated, if you've wasted your 30 days with a resolution thinking, can I get up to do this? Hey, that day's done, partner. Tomorrow's a new day. You can have a resolution every day. As long as you got breath in your air, you have an opportunity to make a change and make a difference. So do your thing. That's from me. Dr. Vic Herbert III, I'm taking it to the house. It's on you, Unc. What you got? Well, my last take is to those who may be grieving going through something right now. And I just want to tell you, there is nothing like family. Even though we celebrated the life of Tasha this weekend, it was like this family was celebrating once with another. And so it was so good to get that strength from one another. And so we got another celebration of life coming up. And I'm full of joy because I can celebrate with my brother here, my co-host and my family, J2, Natasha and family, and all of you that are out there, get with somebody, get with somebody because you're not alone as you go through this. It's hard, I know it, I know it's hard, but we will get through this together. So that's my last thought. I'll take it to the house. We got heat. We got more heat coming. We want to know what you're thinking. How's your team doing? Who do you pick in the Super Bowl? Let us know. Hit us up on Facebook or any of our platforms. That's us taking it to the house. And that's it for this evening. We're out.